Welcome to Bible Insights with Wayne Conrad. God's Word is a light on our path. The Bible also says, The entrance of your words give light. It imparts understanding to the simple. Today's topic is what was recovered at the Reformation, and the short answer is the gospel. So, gospel recovery. There are a number of things that were recovered at the Reformation. Now, they were not recovered necessarily in fullness or uniformly among all the Reformers. So there was room to grow, and growth has occurred. But also, the truths must be maintained from one generation to another generation, from one phase of our life to another phase of our life. So what was recovered at the Reformation, what must we be sure that we maintain and that we proclaim to others and that we live out? Well, again, the short but accurate answer is the gospel. The gospel is the good news. It is the good news of reconciliation of sinful people through the person and work of the Messiah, Jesus of Nazareth, the Son of Mary, and the Son of God. And that culmination of work is proclaimed for us in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, which speaks about the fact of Christ's death, his burial, and his resurrection as being at the heart of the good news of the gospel of God. So the gospel is an announcement of the result of Jesus Christ's death and resurrection his death by which he took to himself our sins and paid the debt, endured the punishment, exhausted the judgment, removed the wrath of the holy God against sinful humans. And his resurrection from the dead is proof that his sacrifice was all-sufficient and accepted, and therefore the just and holy God could forgive sinful people through faith in his Son. The Reformation recovered the truth of Christ alone as our one mediator who made the one and all-sufficient sacrifice for sin. Listen to God's word, 1 Timothy 2.5, For there is one mediator between God and humankind, the man Christ Jesus. Hebrews 9.12, He has appeared once for all at the end of the ages, to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself, Hebrews 9.26, by means of his own blood, thus securing our eternal redemption, Hebrews 9.12. So the gospel is not about our doing, but a proclamation of what God has done for us in Jesus Christ. This announcement calls for, yea, requires repentance, that is, a turning around from a path away from God, consumed with self, and toward God, and faith in the person of Jesus Christ himself. This is how Jesus states it in Luke twenty four forty six. Thus it is written that the Christ, the Messiah, should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead, and the repentance for the forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations. And the book of Acts shows how that was carried out. 
beginning at Jerusalem and spreading to Samaria and then to the Gentile areas of the world. In connection with the recovery of the gospel through faith in Jesus Christ alone as our Savior, believers come into the assurance of salvation. You see, the religious system of that day, i.e. Roman Catholicism, denied assurance of salvation. Therefore, people had to continue striving for salvation through the church's rituals and their acts of penance. This was an ongoing striving in hopes that at the end they might be accepted. The Roman Catholic Church then and now denies anyone can have assurance of salvation before the final judgment. It might be added that since that time, there has been a breach in the Reformed, that is, the biblical doctrine of salvation by grace alone, through Christ alone, through faith alone, that results in assurance of salvation, even by those who claim the name of reform or reformation, in that they deny that salvation is eternal and that it can be lost by the free actions of men. But the Reformers gladly heralded the good news of eternal life now and the assurance of salvation. They staked the claim on the words of God. Hear the words of Isaiah 40, verse 1. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly and announce to her that her iniquity has been pardoned. Or Isaiah 12, verses 1 and 2. You will say in that day, I will give thanks to you, O Yahweh, for though you were angry with me, your anger has turned away that you might comfort me. Verse 2, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. Yahweh God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Yes, Jesus Christ himself is our salvation. Hear the words of our Lord Jesus Christ himself when he said to Nicodemus in John three fourteen and following, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God loved the world in this way. He gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Or John five twenty four. This I truly tell you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. These are the words of our Lord. Belief on him results in our being out from under the condemnation, removed from the judgment of God. Why? Because that judgment has already been passed against us in the person of his son on the cross. And because the debt has been paid, the judgment has been endured through faith in him, we have passed from death from condemnation and from the prospect of eternal hell to life, eternal life, now and forever. John 10, 27 and 28. Jesus says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. Did you hear what he said? He said, I give them eternal life. Not that they earn eternal life, not that they finally get it at the end, but I give them now eternal life. Now they have passed from death to life, and they will never perish. They will never come under condemnation or judgment. 
and no one will be able to snatch them out of my hand. The Cambridge Declaration of 1996 states, because of our life of Christ, his gospel, and his church, we endeavor to assert anew our commitment to the central truths of the Reformation and of historic evangelicalism. These truths we affirm because they are central to the Bible. And here's thesis number two. Solo Christo, or in Christ alone. We affirm the inerrant scripture to be the sole source of written revelation, which alone can bind the conscience. The Bible alone teaches all that's necessary for our salvation from sin and is a standard by which all Christian behavior must be measured. And so, based on sola scriptura, thesis number two states, for Christ alone, we affirm that our salvation is accomplished by the mediatorial work of the historical Christ alone. His sinless life and substitutionary atonement alone are sufficient for our justification and reconciliation to the Father. This is the truth that was recovered at the Reformation. This is at the heart of the gospel. Salvation is by Christ alone, through faith in him alone, by the working of God's Spirit in our lives alone. And it's all for the glory of God. This has been Wayne Conrad with Bible Insights. God's Word brings the entrance of light and imparts understanding to the simple.